Hello. This is dope. Yeah. Yeah, this is dope. We're having fun. We're up here and <laughs> wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> <be, honestly. laughs> We're all on just a, 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 a mini dose. What's the in between micro and macro? Meta. Meta? Wow. The meta dose. We're okay. on the meta dose. I like, I like that, that one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I'm going to join you in the meta dose. <laughs> Even though I already did. It's great for getting up here. I'll tell you that. Driving is the best. This is oh, a, for getting out of the city and getting I up know. here. I know it as well as anyone. Also, even if you're not driving the train oh, there, it's yeah, one of my favorite man. usages of it. You don't even, I mean, you could take a macro dose and get on the train. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good for early in the day because if you're going up for a long day, then it's also driving back. It holds you, holds you on, holds on to you for. Mm. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. <laughs> it holds on to you for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. yeah turn me down always, here we are. always turn me down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? what's going on guys yeah what's seriously up? how's how's life been since we last saw and i crazy we've been like growing closer to mare and hanging out a lot and uh like music just yeah that seems to be the defining quality awesome of have you guys been making music? We have. We have. It's been uh, very productive up here. Yeah? Yeah, I can't believe it. I mean, I can't believe it. I actually was just talking to my friends in London, and they're going crazy because they're locked down, and they're feeling super stressed. And I have been. Th- I told them I feel the complete opposite right now. I feel really productive, and everything's been easy going up here. They're in London, too, and I was like, you need to get up to the countryside rent a cottage get the fuck out of the city and and just escape for a little bit mm. it seems like hectic over there when they're locked down and yeah. they can't go anywhere this yeah. isn't the right word but you guys have created a little creativity cra- cave for yourselves up yes. here well you yeah. see i mean it bill sees the motions of this place too because i have the kids roll through oh, like shit. every so often and it's literally transformed into like a domestic household yeah. for like i don't know 48 hours of the week mm. and it's weird yeah, um, that's what i was saying like i decompress i need like a solid like few hours after the kids are gone to like shift into creative mode and i just realized that's kind of like what i i need in life like kind of that mm. decompression time and uh you're not like a full-time dad type i know <laughs> i know i know i'm not a full-time mom type and i'm like mm. i guess i'm just not gonna be able to do this thing i don't think that's the right approach i, I wish my dad would have admitted this no know? because yeah. i i think like, i'm part-time because what i think is part-time important dad. and i think where it gets complicated and obviously i'm navigating this in real time but if children have a lot of people who care about them and the emotions are relatively smooth they're pretty adaptable they won't actually feel like i i can tell when eli he's older so i can tell like when his abandonment shit i'm like oh trauma trauma like i'm inflicting it i'm inflicting it it's happening but i can also see that like for the most part like if he knows that everyone loves him and like everyone's on like good terms that's more important mm. i also feel like and i don't think this is like a novel idea but like the nuclear nuclear family not so great didn't really like work out so well no. and it was more of kind of an idea i do like my favorite thing about my situation now is like Eli and Gabe get to meet so many different cool people. Yeah, right. Like, and that's like huge. That yeah. to me like means more than almost anything for their lives. Mm. And I also recognize for me, um, not growing up in a household where that existed, like maybe that's why I also feel like maybe I can't do this on my own. So I look at it like it's not like the a bad thing that I'm not totally. a full-time dad. It's like I'm figuring out how these kids can be supported and grow like through the situation that's evolved that's that's how i look at dude it. When, I, when i was growing up i was just thinking about this the other day because i took it for granted but my dad was in recovery and every every night there was some fucking dude in our house some yeah. oh the, uh, here's our friend he has aids this uh, you got to meet yeah. this guy he's currently addicted like just all these people that uh i guess i had to build compassion towards and like i would have been protected from those motherfuckers otherwise you know yes being exposed to that stuff is really really helpful yeah. I also think it's really important for parents to have a sense of value outside of their kids and a sense of identity outside of their kids yeah. so that when you come to the table, you're fulfilled already Yeah, and you're just bringing good energy to it and it doesn't have to be this thing where your kids feel like they're responsible for your emotions. Yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I started being a better parent when I started like making sure that 
I was okay. And like that takes like a certain amount of like faith because you can't, you don't want to like do selfish asshole things. You want to be like, well, fuck everyone else. I got to make sure I feel good. Most people actually don't deviate to like selfish asshole tendencies. They don't. They may be a little immune or like numb to some things at times. But for the most part, people are like pretty like tight with themselves. I've actually mm. found most people do like the opposite. They're too hard on themselves. They're like too like fucking hold themselves accountable. Regardless, when you really start like doing the shit you feel like you're supposed to be doing, whatever it is, even if it seems weird, even if it seems like counterintuitive, you're going to feel better. Literally every other person in your life will start to feel better around you because yeah. you're not going to be someone this like tense ball of energy that's like, oh, I should be. I wish I could have didn't do that or I fucked up there. It's like you yeah. can feel that when you're around people. Oh, so, man. Yeah. I, I, I just think a lot of people, that identity thing, it's like don't get lost in just being a parent. You could do that 99% of the time. Love it. It's your life's mission. But have your own kind of like creative fulfillment. It's like. You go crazy. The kids pick up on that too. Yeah. My friend, uh, she's Russian and she had a child and he was raised in Russia, which is a very obviously cold culture. And um, he grew up a little bit cold and naturally. And then she, she started, uh, she had a child with somebody else living in Italy and she raised this child in Italy where they go out to the market and like there's grandma's old ladies like oh grabbing the kid being very mm. affectionate and this kid is it looks so much happier than than the first child and it's just a product of the environment that you put them in and if they're sensing the the love and just like having Gabe and, and Eli around here for me I love it because I love kids and yeah I if you see the way I've decorated this place I have my own little toys and stuff like that <laughs> so they're like playing with them and it's good I love it so I love the energy I, I like the dichotomy of having the kids around and then going into the more <laughs> what, like, what you're like Uncle Jesse at all yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> That's awesome. I was worried about you at first, man. When I first came in here, I was like, wait, Noah has a roommate? What's, <laughs> what is that like? Yeah. yeah. And then I saw the, what you did with this place, and I was like, oh, shit. Fuck Big it. upgrade. Total yeah. glow oh, up. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, glow up. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, and like, I, I feel like that, like that should be like the precursor to like actually I getting like a sense of fashion and like filling up homes with stuff. But it never... <laughs> It's not. It doesn't get to that point. Maybe at some point. I Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, he made it awesome. And like, yeah, it's just, but I do think that balance because it does like, I don't know. Kids are cool because when you realize you're not really fucking them up, like yeah. you definitely are fucking them up because like it's hard not to. It's just life. But that's not really a bad thing. Like they're good. They're mm. going to be good. And if you love them and people around them love them, you're doing a good job. That makes you feel good most of the time if if it feels like obligatory and like you gotta do this and you have to do that that sucks and you can think that no matter what's going on like that's not just related to kids that could be just your life if you like you have to do this the worst thing ever yeah that's your life then if you do if you live in that state that's no good (laughs) (laughs) no one wants to no one wants to live there but you guys have also like Bill, you're like a fucking famous, worldwide famous DJ. And so talk about Glow Up, not just with the furniture and the vibe and the home-cooked tofu and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's tofu? Yeah. Oh, I was like, that looks like good chicken. No, no, no tofu. He's a oh, thoughtful nice. fellow. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Are you guys going to start like a record label together? Or how does, this, how does the creativity blossom? I think, uh, well... The the business that employs us just got is getting a cash infusion. I think we're gonna invest. Um, and <laughs> it's true. Is this not true? This is true. Um, and I think like one of my priorities is investing in like a lot of hardware. Mm. I, I don't know. Like we we came up with a name finally for our production name. <laughs> Do you still like it? I love this name. Darmok and Jalad. Which no one will get unless you watch Star Trek The Next Generation. It's one of the goofiest episodes of all time. I'll, I'll show you guys later. But anyway, came up with the name. I just like making music. I've, I've learned from like being around him. His music taste is fucking amazing. Like you guys all understand this. You guys all have really good taste. Like you put he his taste is amazing. So we like listening to music. It's very fun to make things that you like to listen to. It's just like a a natural kind of like fulfilling closed loop so i think that's the only goal i mean i know now um not gonna lie the money situation you guys know this 
fuck, sometimes it just contracts. And you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? And then I'm like, fuck, I got to do my annoying imagination shit. I actually have to fucking do it. And then it happens. And then like, you know, so I feel like we're in a pretty good. uh, Are there loans out there? Yeah, PvP, man. Fucking round yeah. two. It's round the best. Round two? I, t- I yelled at Ramin to do he it. He is the king of, of, I know. of all of this. I know. It's we so, took out our first loan yeah. ever because love. of yeah. it's because I love receive it. it. Because I the thing it. is, is like, it's just, it's mo- you know money's not real. Like, everyone kind of really fundamentally knows that it's just like this thing that we do. And it's like, it's like this weird thing. If you know that fundamentally, but you still operate in a world where you have to pay bills. You got kids, all of this stuff. Just remembering that it's not real is the only thing you have to do. And just remember that more than what feels like external reality coming in at you. Mm. And this rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Because if you're used to not having anything in your life, if you grew up with nothing, if you're not used to just good shit happening to you, Mm. which I'm not totally used to that. It feels like I am because good shit happens to me because I guess older than I am. But anyway, (laughs) if you're not used to that, just try to reprogram like however you need to do it, whatever works for you, um, that you are capable of like things aren't out to fuck you they're not out to like ruin your life they're not out to like make your shit bad and you are actually someone who's capable of like imagining or allowing good things to happen to Mm. you money's just an expression of that it's like any other type of love or energy or anything and i guess that's uncomfortable i know like when i'm when it's contracting and i'm like what am i doing wrong like why is this happening to me that's the wrong approach that's like you think you did some like punitive karmic thing, like oh something bad happened because you did this. That's totally wrong. Get superstitious. Do you know how yeah. fun it is when you're fucking your back is against the wall and you fucking pop out of it? Well, and you're that's, like, oh, that's literally what I was just about to say. It's the like best. I'm in this relationship, like where I would need to like the times that money's come into our world or jobs jumped in our lap. It's usually like we're like at a friend's place and they're trying to teach us fucking. Um, what do you call this? The oh, uh, the abundance. What the fuck is that kind of Kundalini? Kundalini you know, yoga. and then all of a sudden you're doing like this eleven minute thing up in the <laughs> you're air, going and you're like, like this, and it's like I need for it. financial abundance, and then we get a job. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was the best spent eleven minutes ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's our beliefs and like whatever energy collectively or individually that we can tap into that I think allows that to happen. I. I guess I just really, and I've known this about myself for most of my life. I haven't always remembered it as much, but like, I just know that things work out. Like, I mm-hmm. just know that good things are happening. I've also found when you relax, when you just like really let shit go, that's why breathing is important for people. Your natural state is peace, harmony, joy, love. That's everyone's, it's a, actually requires a tremendous amount of energy to like resist that. And that's yeah. what people react to when they're like, yeah. why is this happening? But you just let it go, like you'll feel good. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's just like those two things. It um, helped me after uh, Mara told me she's like, "Oh, it's in your stars to live a long life," and I was like, "Hell yeah!" Dude, just relax. <laughs> just relax. And like, but she's not in the, her stars to live a long life. So how do we? <laughs> so relax? now I'm like, I can't relax. How do we relax? And she's like, "Oh well, I'll be sometime between like 30 and 45." And I'm like, "Well, we have three years. Do we have to worry about this shit?" <laughs> also, you can change your mind, as far as I can tell, based on what mm. I know on conscious yeah. of consciousness. Karmic inertia, for sure. Yeah, like you can. You can circumvent and move out. Karma is an idea. It's just mm-hmm. an idea. And no, it's, it's an like I- an inertia. Yeah, but it's it's the idea of like um, punitive karma or like something good or bad External has a relationship to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a thing. It's just a thing that does this. That's all. It just what goes around, comes around. It's not that complicated. Right. But um, yeah. Wait, so can you live longer? Yeah, and we have <laughs> totally can. You totally could if you wanted to. I mean, that's the great question. That's the interesting question of life, right? Like, where does determinism come into the picture if it does at all? You know, I yeah. that's the most fascinating question of all time. You know, because it seems like there's at least a little bit of determinism in my life with the different gods I serve and the different art industries and the different, you know. Hmm. They sort of set up their own barriers and boundaries, just existing with them or relating to them. <sighs> I mean. This was my this was the crux of I think my DMT experience, which you guys were witness to. And at least here, integrating it back into this mm-hmm. reality. What it was out there, I, don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. But here I hope that has nothing to do with you. It's <laughs> yeah, me too. So yeah, Jesus. God. So there's this otherizing 
that I think is a way for us to navigate this reality. We've cre clearly created many different versions of an energy and these are different people. These are different things. And a lot of us can recognize that without like totally freaking out and just like we get it. It's cool. At a certain point, you can't subdivide that one. And if you tap in individually as an indivisible part of that one to the one, you essentially have all creative powers. It doesn't mean you're God and like you're going to fucking throw thunderbolts at people and you get whatever you like. That's most people wouldn't come here to experience that, but it is accessible. And I'm not saying it's something that people will like naturally gravitate to, but it, it as based on my experience, even when shit feels like it's collapsing in on me, like there, I can't rub that part out. You know what I mean? Like DMT, I feel like almost like got me to the point where I was like, there were, these outside malevolent forces phasing in through you guys, phasing in through everything, getting at me. That's real. Of course that's real. That's happening somewhere. That's a that's a spectrum of something that's going on. It's just how much do I want to buy into that narrative? How much do I want to go down that rabbit hole? Or do I want to be like, you know what? For me to even be aware of that, I have to have awareness of that. So, you know, I would think that you can, what we call death anyway, right? I'm sure like most of us will probably agree with it at this point. It's a transition. It's a change. That's the best thing we can say about it at this point. You can maybe have an existential dread that your individuality ends or whatever it is, but we know it's a change. I think in our lifetimes, no matter when any of us go, people's relationship to death and what they understand is like crossing over, or going away, or that transition is going to shift pretty dramatically, pretty quickly. Um, you know, in our lives, we're going to witness, I do believe we're going to witness that. I do think that will unlock some kind of codes and whether that comes through like physiology or like technology or whatever, I don't, I don't know, but I do think that's coming. So um, you think it'll become in the form of like mapping brain scans. Like they're going to be able to see what you're seeing when you dream, when you transition, like we'll be able to kind of print mm. out. That would be so that's cool. I mean, Harvard already proved that there, you, there's an afterlife. You can go and... Yeah, none yeah. of this... None of Harvard this stuff. did it. It was like uh, in the 90s or something. Well, Is it like when someone's head gets chopped off, they like blink three times if <laughs> there's an afterlife? You should watch this documentary on Netflix right now, actually. I watched the first episode. It was... Uh, I think it's called something about death, but I should know the title. But the first episode <laughs> was uh, about near-death experiences. And it was fascinating, the, the, the stories that yeah, people were talking about. One, one woman who died while giving birth and just watching everything happen and describing the tools that the doctors used and the doctors were like just this is impossible that they would the tools weren't brought in until she was she unconscious was yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. yeah but fascinating stuff and and the one thing that i found like hopeful was that every person that died that had this near death but they said when they were coming back and w whether they were being told by beings, you have to go back, or family ones, they were, they were all like, I don't want to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my experience yeah. too. I was like, this is so great. I don't want to be best stuck in that body anymore. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah. 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 Because your consciousness fucking grows like wildfire, and it wants to, and it wants to expand. Expand. You know, and mm -hmm. it's stuck in this little fucking prison that you put it in to learn things because it's right. a pattern, and you're in this pattern, you're learning the relationality in between all these other different patterns. Um, I feel like the trick, though, at least that I've discovered, is to make it not like a prison, but like a fun game that you opted into. And like yeah. you can be like, this is <laughs> annoying sometimes. Like you're yeah. stuck on the same fucking level. <laughs> but it does like it. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it, it's just I, people. I actually got accused. I was going through my my bad ratings the other day. Someone gave me a solid two star. <laughs> and why I, even take the fucking time? Are you kidding me? I love it. Yeah, I love, I love it. Do you want to know like why, Sean? Let me explain. Sean, let me explain why. move on with your life. No, no. Sean, exactly. This is, Wait, this Noah is, or the guy no, who the wrote guy, the, the guy, two star? The guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Not me. No. This is, I'm going to do this. So anyway, this guy called me dangerous at oh, one point. On. And I'm like, why, why two stars? So <laughs> we what, like, what do I gotta do to get one star? You actually think yeah. I'm a menace to society? Yeah. So we he basically I think, was like, you're trying, but you're misguided. Dangerous. So I, <laughs> we discovered, and I gave him a pass for it. He he said that um, I used to be good. So at one point, maybe I was a three. Hmm. 
So, like, I was a three. He was like, this isn't the worst thing I've heard. It's okay. When and was that? When you were married? When I don't you, know. Before acid? Who knows what was going on? When I, before I went the deep end. <laughs> you off used the deep to end. be good. It used to be good. You used to be good was somebody. the title of the thing. That's why I read it. I was like, I got to read this. So, <laughs> used to be good. Cool. Whoa. Awesome. So, I was thinking the average of not really liking me and now thinking I'm dangerous is a two. Yeah, it, it is. is. It actually, so, he did hit the perfect amount of stars. Yeah. I give him a pass for that. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine um, thinking somebody was dangerous, you know? With a podcast. With a, there's a fucking some guy with a podcast. It's not even that dangerous. popular. It's not I, like I'm out here Joe Rogan telling people <laughs> to go, like, kill themselves. Like, yeah. God. It's insane, man. But I, I think his general point, which I did bring up, was that I get, I think people think I have this like rosy eyed, you know, overconfident view of things. And I know, like, you know, from knowing me personally, that is kind of how, and I'm wrong sometimes. Obviously, I'm a regular person. I'm wrong on, on many I'd occasions. I'd rather be wrong with you on that, though, because I, when you first started being more like this, we were concerned, of yeah. course. It hasn't always been like this. No, I, I, no. It, I, you I was, didn't even have another friend like me no. to be like, it's okay. No. Yeah, she balanced. I think you yeah, so totally. much. I think you so much. It's, I love it. I do defend you a lot. Oh, Thank yeah, you. Like, no, it's fine. We're like, Noah, man, we're worried about that guy. And she's like, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's <laughs> totally good um no i mean i i i think everyone goes through periods in their life sometimes it might just be if if you take mdma and you just feel the love and kind of like confidence and you may go that's because i took that drug that's what that was yeah. that made me feel like that that's how i feel like that i take that thing i do this here that's just kind of a microcosm of what we're doing as beings here and so when you kind of catch on to that like at least for me, the natural interest is like, how do I feel good? Not like gloss over the bad shit, but how do I deal with like all the ups and downs of life, all the scary, fearful, you know, amazing, ecstatic things? How do I deal with them and navigate in a way where like, at least baseline level for me is like pretty enjoyable. Yeah. And, and you like, you're just, a, you were just admitting a minute ago, like you like to live life on the edge a little sometimes energetically. So yeah. I mean, diving into that DMT trip, like head first. Head first. Yeah, I mean, I snapped. I snapped. I, I, I. The fool. The fool. It was the fool. That, that was, was off the, the cliff. fucking I fool it. if I ever saw it. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, uh, like I, I, we just met Bill and like he's seeing us come oh, up here yeah. wow. and serve this shit to you that made <laughs> oh, you crazy. No, no. <laughs> no, listen, he, listen. Knew, he knew. I have a lot of experience. He also knows yeah, yeah, yeah. people. You were thinking about doing it too, and then and then, and you then saw yeah, that. I saw that. Was not, like, a good ad. <laughs> not a good ad. Not a good, good ad. Not a good ad for DMT. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to test the boundaries. But like that experience taught me, like the first resonant thing that pulled me back was like beauty, gratitude, appreciation, love. Like I'm like, oh my god. Like if that's a place I can be psychically, consciously, and I'm not there, and I'm here, like. Pfft, awesome yeah you're doing so, something right i don't know that there's you're not in that, that crack house portal all the time god yeah because because there's some people with a life like yours yeah. that no, do I know live that. in their crack house all the time no, i you i know, know that like, what are you doing man that, that's my dad my dad his whole life he just lived in his fucking astral crack house god, and then he would really do crack scary it's yeah. really scary it's, yeah, it's, it's, crazy. it's dangerous i think people can get lost in the subconscious that's and, what he was and for two weeks he was there Oh, oh, I was after yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It was, Are you kidding me? No, not two weeks. It was like nine days, ten days. Oh, I man, did a no. podcast called Shadow Realms. Yeah, there's I heard proof, that. that. There's was empirical great. proof that was of all this stuff. And then I started like what I was describing before, which got us on this subject with whether you can alter your life and death and, you know, are there things that are changeable? I it's hard for me to otherize any other aspect of reality fundamentally. I get to a point where I go, this is my experience, not in like, and nothing else exists. I don't think just like, it's my experience of it. And it's more empowering for me to kind of know and feel that like, I'm in charge of this. Like mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm in charge of my moods and my reactions and my feelings. And if that's what creates reality, which in my world it does, meh. I can't, I can't say it's something else. It can totally feel like someone yeah. could hit me in the fucking face and I'll be like, yo, someone punched me in the face. But ultimately, I'm not going to be like, well, I should forgive them because it's me. But like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, showing myself something there. And that's kind of what the DMT was. And I do think <clears throat> it was just like I needed to be humble. Like that is just like, dude, clearly. what are you doing? Clearly. <laughs> Humble, but conf confused. It, granted, it was a very confusing experience. 
I would have too. I mean, I, I equate it to, to like, taking ayahuasca. I haven't taken DMT. I've taken ayahuasca. And it's something that you think about for the next, well, I don't know, however people think about it for life. the rest of their lives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's there. <clears throat> it's there. <clears throat> wow. So weird. We're, we're about <laughs> to do some ayahuasca like oh, when? next week. Where? Is that next week? Two weeks. Nice. Two mm. weeks. My, my spot. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Mare's yes. first time. Did you, I sent you the song that he played? It's your first time? Yeah, well, and you know what's funny about it is oh. it's been offered to me other times in my, you know, long yeah. drug professional experience. And uh, I've always told people, like, no, 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 I'll do it when it falls into my lap. Yeah. Because it's falling into your lap. And Sean's sitting on my lap. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> we've been like, hanging out for two days, and then I'm sitting on her lap, and I have my eyes closed, and I'm like, you should and do I'm, ayahuasca. I'm mad. I'm instantly <laughs> mad. Like, all the parts of me that are scared to do it and, like, trying awesome. to run away so were you know. fucking mad. I was yeah, like, what the fuck? This fuck? Yeah, it was a moment. motherfucker. I had a moment. I had to go through it. <laughs> we were probably like, we should. And then I felt the timeline shift as soon as I stopped rejecting her and I accepted her and her fucking love. I instantly felt I... just a flood of serotonin. Whoa. I, that's what I she was. Yeah, that's what she gave me. And I had... was, the healing had already begun, you know. She's. All I know is I have one experience. I did it in LA. Wasn't like the most ideal, but it was. I took three, four, four cups of this stuff. So I mean, like it was in me. Whatever it was, people were around me were feeling it. I was ready to get my shit hand. I was ready for what I got there. And the DMT. I was yeah. ready for that. I was like, you yo, show ready. me. I was. So, and then she was like, nope, you good. Yeah. Yeah. You good. You good. You good. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I'm running away from my family. I'm a terrible person. Show me how horrible I am. She's like, you good. That's you ayahuasca. You good. You good. You good. That's ayahuasca. Yeah. It was. Just when you think and you when you want the spanking, she's like, no, <laughs> no, this is the time for the massage. And you're like, what the fuck? And you get the spanking elsewhere in your life. You know, for guys like us who have inflated egos, your ego needs to be caught off guard. So hard. You can't be like, ayahuasca ceremony is what I'm going to deal with. Like, no, your ego needs to be fucking caught off guard. In the middle of recording Mare's music, you're like, let me just uh, smoke the DMT real quick. The last time you'd expect to go into the fucking Astral Crack House. It was really my muses that were like, you want to fuck up. Christ. Jesus Christ. We'll fucking turn vampire on you. <laughs> it was so crazy. God Just almighty. Kidding. All um, I know is I will never forget it. And then the the sounds from that song. Is I that love that I brought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they've pulled back the sounds from the DMT realm perfectly. It's yeah. so it's so distinct. You can hear it. Music musicians that that use that. I'm like, what do you think it is? Your consciousness phasing in and out and like yeah, frame rates. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. It. So th- oh, I've had that. I've had that happen to me when I was a kid when I first smoked weed. Mm, yeah. I had it the first time I did ketamine. I have it when I go into K holes. Feels nitrous. like a frame rate. Nitrous too sometimes. Yeah, frame rates, frame yeah. rates, frame rates, and then you're aware of the frame rates before it's like a thing, and it's like. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I when I was it's a very distinct sound with DMT though. I don't think I've got I've never gotten anything like that. On no, no, ketamine. no. I'm not saying the sound. I'm saying what I think the sound is yeah. is like the frame rate sound. Like if you even in audio, you can see it happens. I've had the experience without the sound. I think DMT is just so fucking fast. It's I like. Know. Jesus. You're shifting dimensions. It's exactly what you would hear if it's just something cascaded up in speed Mm -hmm. and then slowed down. Yeah. That's what's. It's like this. Oh, wow. Fucking Christ. Yeah. Something else. I think, like you were saying earlier, enjoying and enjoying friction. That's like the ultimate creative power. People talk about they want to be artists. Like the ultimate artist is somebody that can really enjoy anything, right? Mm hmm. Um, and it's not just separating that hurts like coming together hurts and it hurts so good and you got to learn to love it but it always does and that's kind of I feel like the pain that you go through in ayahuasca ceremonies or psychedelics Mm. it's like this coming together of your different personalities and the way that they frayed Mm. before their Mm. edges are different and they're not coming together like perfect puzzle pieces and it hurts yeah Mm. you know those conversations hurt a little bit and um you know just how uh good feelings are on the same spectrum as bad feelings it's like you kind of get to play uh where the eyeglass is looking at it, you know? Mm. I, I think mm. ultimately we control that mechanism. Right. That's totally. basically Absolutely. my fundamental standpoint. And I probably annoy a fair amount of people with that, but I just think it's... No, stick with it. No, I'm not going anywhere. With <laughs> <laughs> it, it, listen. If we count on it. you, Noah. If the yeah, DMT you. thing You're my Kanye West of the spiritual world. <laughs> yeah, just so totally. you motherfucker know, I haven't Great. told you this oh, yet, wow. but like... Great. Yeah, Great. totally. You're my man. Yeah. I love Kanye, so I take... A, I, I, you guys know I saw his his Sunday service in uh, 
L.A. I'm sure it made you cry. I probably. I was on acid, dead. and I yeah, I was tearing up. It was amazing. <laughs> Shout out choir. To, Choirs will fuck you up. Yeah. Two hundred something Choir people with horns and oh like. I'll just I'm I'll never forget it the whole but time. Human voices together too. I don't know. There's something about that. It just shatters your soul. It's insane. The whole time he's there, and this is to speak about like the frequency. There's points where there's nothing going on. There's silence. Click. His head's on a click the whole fucking I watched him the His whole time. He, it's like a click. Yeah. There's like a beat that he is literally clicking to. And sometimes yeah. it's just a little fast, too fast for most people, or too slow or whatever, but fuck, he's cool. I love Kanye. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank yes, you. You're welcome. Um She knows that she that that's how much she respects yeah, you. She yeah. knows that that's the compliment to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I You're my Justin Bieber. I also take that as a compliment too, and he knows I know, that. I know. And you hate Justin Bieber. No, I love him. No, I just you're can't my. Listen to his music. Wait, Noah's my Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I love it. He's so good. Oh. He's got the voice of an angel, Sean. Just, he does. Just, just accept his. When he first came out, I was worried about him. I'm like, you're not gonna be able to keep your voice like this, man. Like you're you're prepubescent. You're making all these hits. You're gonna have to sing these songs the rest of your life, dog. He's he's good. He's don't go it. through his. I love the concern. <laughs> I worry about a young man like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. I want to see him have a good life, a long life. Mm-hmm. A merry one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think this whole coming together work and how to creatively enjoy it is just like what the collective is, is going through right now with all this Aquarius collective energy. Mm-hmm. What is it to come together? And what is it to enjoy the pain of coming together? Because it could be super fun. I mean, that's a, what sex is, literally, right? That well, you're talking about the friction. <laughs> the friction of coming together. That's yeah. I, I've talked about this sex. a lot. Yeah, it's like the friction. There's something about that tension. I think a shift that a lot of people are experiencing is, a, for me, I'll just talk about my life. Most of that friction and tension outside of the sexual world was coming through like difficulty and suffering and pain. And there's a real tension that can be created there. You're that's pushed fun. down for enough. Mm-hmm. That's something. There's other types of tension that's like sex or like listening to music can create a tension in you. The joy, laughing is a release of tension. So like there's other ways of kind of building that friction and tension point that can be kind of a propellant um, for I, it sounds so fucking I like that Bill has to listen. Like I'm saying like it sounds highfalutin, but like raising your consciousness to the point for me, what that means is like baseline level. You feel good. Like, you feel good. Like, doesn't mean you don't go through fucking modulations of feeling good. But for the most part, you kind of baseline back to good. I'm also the type of person who's interested in, like, can we move that higher? Can we move that higher? Of course. Can we move that higher? Like, take it up an an octave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, an acceptance of, like, knowing that feeling good is the point. You know what I mean? Like, the point isn't to feel bad. And I think that's what happens. Things get mixed up where you feel like you're supposed to feel bad. The point is to feel bad. And once you realize the point isn't to feel bad, you're like, can have a little more charge over. That's that's what we were doing, Noah's uh, techniques, before we even knew we were doing it. From the beginning of our relationship, we were like, what is the goal of this relationship? Fun and funny. If it's not fun and funny, right. we're going to kind of be averse to it because it's just it just doesn't vibe. With, like I know I, I I stagnate in that energy. Yeah. If it's fun and funny, man. Fun and funny. You since we've known each other, yeah, that fun is fun and funny. Even when you guys thought I was going crazy, I uh, challenged it was fun you. And funny. Funny. <laughs> I, I had the most fun. I was like, wow, this is really fun. I'm like, I mean, I'm having the best times of my life with Noah. I just Noah. gotta hear myself say some things. Wow. <laughs> like we wow. all basically discovered ketamine together. Which is so funny. Like it's so funny to me that you guys like. That's all this stuff. Oh, that, that's a recent. Yeah, last yeah. October. Last October. Wow. Yeah. 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 We've been yeah. on the horse train ever since. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. And like, luckily train. met them after that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. We, that mellowed out, luckily. And then like, well, I've we've still, been horsing around a little. Yeah, I mean, I, I have still some of the weirdest times in my life <laughs> are in your apartment. I'll, it is this I just, shaman time. I'll never yeah. forget. This is mm-hmm. some sh- weird shit happens. Yeah. A little horseplay. Fucking Christ. <laughs> it is. Re- it really does make a night super so special. <laughs> so, like how many of those moments we have where we look at each other like, what the fuck is I, going on? But the last time I was like, I was just an island. <laughs> oh my God, Kaz was so Kaz so was pulling back some fucking crazy shit. I, I like it because I do <sighs> think it dissolves your sense of self and your identity. And if you can still maintain a the sliver of connection there throughout like these like whatever is going on mm-hmm. collectively you can get in some pretty fucking wild shit 
Oh yeah, man. You know what we do is like we obviously <laughs> record our Church of Chill uh, with the same setup, so it's just music coming in here, Fucking but we can hear each house. other talk. So we're like dancing, dancing full like full on freak out dancing in a K hole, <laughs> then like all like every now and then be like, you good? <laughs> you know, literally. Like, everyone cool? You know, say that, a little something between the songs. It's a more accurate kind of like depiction of reality is just oh, a, a uh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> Are you yeah. Totally. Oh, it definitely like this whole setup with K. There's something about it that's really special. You don't want to come out of here. You, you take this off and you're like, out. oh, the world is so harsh yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a bubble. It's yeah. cool. And the way you, yeah. when you can hear, hearing music on ketamine is crazy but in headphones right Real of course you're you're like what the fuck were yeah. these motherfuckers doing mm. oh my god it was so great because we were <laughs> last time we were up here we were making some music and i like you know it's interesting i'm not calling anyone out but to like Cass do is like let's get some results no let's like let's do a line and make sure this sounds good <laughs> <laughs> We, wow. we, we have stories. Uh, that's usually our approach. But then. Well, I was calling yeah. you out, but I was like, I don't know how much I want to call out Bill. But he literally was like, no, I was like sure. playing it back. And he's like, how's the sound? He's like, I don't know. Hold on. Let me do another line. Yeah. That was. I like, like that. And then, yeah. I mean, and I think you got to. It's mixed for us. You got to make. You got to make music for people on drugs while on drugs yourself. And I think that's a gift. Like, that's you're an offering. Like, obviously, as yeah. a DJ, it must be like you're playing to people who are really fucked up. And you want to, like, sure. take care of them, right? Or how do you navigate, like, mm. taking people to the edge, but, like, not wanting, you know, people to, like, simultaneously start puking. Yeah, at, you could I, cause a mass bad trip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened plenty of times. Because <laughs> I'm such a moody DJ for over the 20 years. So, no, because... I love it, Bill. It's great because music to me is basically, um, when I'm DJing, I have a chance to really kind of tell my mood and what i'm in because sometimes you're in a shitty mood and you've you've traveled uh to get to this city or country and for whatever reason it's not always a great gig and there's one thing that i've always had maybe it's a bad thing but um <laughs> there's times where i'm just like i don't give a fuck what you want to hear oh that's yeah. the best i'm it's playing nice some weird shit right now and yeah. you're either going to get into it or you're not. I don't really care. Thin yeah. the crowd out. And sometimes, <laughs> strangely, strangely, it it does thin out. But then there's and there's you're left with this group of like yeah. Then motherfuckers like wow. us turn up. Yes, they yes. Need, that needed yes. to hear yes. it. Yeah, yes. this guy. And you have to have a balance as a musician. To, I mean, in a band, I think it's a little bit different. I guess maybe you can break out into like some some weird jam shit that you've been doing. Totally. But as a DJ, you have the the, the freedom to be like, all right. I'm not going to be playing what I think they, they want to hear or what they, they want to hear, like a, a big track with a, a big moment. I want right. to get into some weird shit right now because I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling yeah. a little bit dark or whatever and, and take them on that journey. And it's actually to be on drugs and to hear that. I remember when I was raving in the 90s and I remember being in a club and just gravitating to that kind of trippy, weird sound while I'm on Ecstasy Academy, whatever it may be, acid. And just that would just just multiply my my uh, shaman time. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, and that psychic congruity of the artist to be open to the flow that's there and not resisting it, yes. right? Just like yeah. you're saying, like they're going through it, so we're all going to be going through yeah. it together, you know. Mm. Instead of you experiencing this weird clash between like where they're at and where they think they should be at. No, you get lost sometimes as a DJ. Totally. To, you tr you want. I mean. The goal is to make people dance and have Absolutely. a good time and not have an ego and get all wrapped up in, you know, yourself. But there are times where you're just like, I don't care what you want to hear. <laughs> I, I, I'm here to now kind of help myself. Well, yeah. it's like we were, we were talking about how it's important. Like you're going to affect if you were up there playing the hits, but fucking pissed off about it. Like that would affect the people Ugh. closest yeah. to you. They feel that. Yeah. So 100%. Yeah. I learned that, uh, halfway through in the, in the middle of my career that people I, I don't know for a long time DJing DJing first of all took a weird shift into just being the person to provide music and enhance someone's night from a musical standpoint to now being an entertainer and yeah. having to yeah. do all this bullshit which I hate <laughs> I you don't hate wear it. a giant mask or anything I wish I could <laughs> I mean I started wearing makeup I to know, gigs. Daft Punk really did it right huh yeah, yeah they did <laughs> they really did it right I started wearing makeup 
to like That's gigs cool. the last couple of years, I watched the Bob Dylan documentary and I Oh yeah, Rolling Thunder Review. Yes, and I was like and he said you can't trust a person that's not wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's so <laughs> true because I felt like I in a way the mask helped me with my own insecurities or whatever I was going through because now I felt there was this pressure to perform and be an entertainer and I'm not that type of person or a DJ and uh with the eyeliner and the makeup and everything I just was like ah I feel more comfortable actually mm. you're the artist yeah you mm. know yeah and, yeah sometimes masks can be gateways to other parts of yourself you didn't know you had yeah I mean I always you know? love mm. putting on makeup and stuff. you like think it's not you and then <laughs> you start to discover a new angle of you no it's great it's you all along just finding yourself it's like life. That's all. When I hear about <laughs> when I hear about DJing and music stuff, I just, I guess it's just my mind's natural tendency to do that. But like, <clears throat> it does feel like at a certain point in life, you also have to be like, yo, I'm just gonna listen to what I want to listen to. Yep. I'm just gonna kind of emanate what I think is important right now. That, by the way, as you pointed out, like even if you're just left with like I don't know twenty people in a club, fifty. They're gonna love you infinitely yes. more yeah. than people were just like, yeah, all right, cool. That's where it. you're making the, the real connection mm-hmm. with with Absolutely. those last twenty people at the end of the night, and you're you're yeah. you feel like you're stripped away of any kind of pressure to yeah. to keep a dance floor full, and you're like, oh, I've got now fifth, a handful of people here, perfect, and they're with you, and they're just like, yeah. what's the next track gonna be? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's the really super, too, right? and yeah. as, as from a creative standpoint, you just feel much more at ease to yeah. to choose music that you were like I would never think to play this but I'm going to coming yeah, in right now. I'm going to play a can track right now yeah. or Ooh, something dude. you know and fuck them up yes. in that way like you're not going to get house and techno now you now you're going to get some psychedelic rock yeah. and you're going to get yeah. so that's for me that was that was definitely the the best part of DJing we should listen yeah. to some can for sure on the, I love probably can. have dope speakers yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah 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 yeah, that, that's what I was. It made me think of like what I love so much about your music, and was you said the funniest thing when we first met. You're like my style of your style of voice. You're like was irrelevant like a hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you're, but you're like you stick with it and you do your thing, and you're making this whole universe around it that's like so fucking beautiful and uniquely yours. Like it doesn't feel like you want to be one of these people that's currently out there. It does feel like you came in a time machine to a certain degree? <laughs> for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I really just want to be me. I'm still figuring out who that is and what that is. And it feels very much like this period of my life at 27, you know, Um, but chipping away every day and it gets more clear every day, you know, and I come into myself more every day and different covers. That's why I say with the mask, like different covers will bring me into myself, you know, like I'm singing a song and I'm like, damn, I just really discovered a whole new part, a whole new room because I'm playing architect as a vocalist, right? Like I'm building these rooms and I'm strengthening them and I'm trying to get the edge details and, Mm. you know, and some of them I'm getting to be kind of proud of, but we still have like a back shed we need to work on and, you know. But I'm sure you know this too as like someone who's just like kind of all of us, like you love sound, you love music, like that never ending infinite quality of like learning and playing and listening and creating, like that's, my favorite part of it like I, I think I figured that out with like I started burning CDs at my school because like that's like that was the perfect crossover I was yeah. in high school I could burn and sell CDs from people from like naps it wasn't even naps it was FTPs at the time I was like oh shit this never ends yeah. I was like there's infinite fucking music like yeah. there's literally right now there's people creating hundred thousands maybe millions of hours of music right now yeah infinite I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're going to get some shit in there. You're going to get some stuff you don't vibe with, but also you're going to find stuff for the rest of your life mm. that's like you love. Like mm. you found the thing. That to me is like, yeah. Is this a blunt? Yeah, it's hitting like shit. Blunt. It, we could light this one. That one's hitting like shit for some reason. We rolled four la- last night. I love that there's been this. When, I like blunts. Dude, who doesn't? <laughs> well, Mayor doesn't. Merit, merit, I like them. You I protect your voice. I protect my voice. It's a hard lot. Yeah. Is there a filter? There's lots of things I would be doing if I wasn't a vocalist. Let's just light another one. 
<laughs> we could light another one. Now. Well, his joints are hitting probably better than I, I mean, just it like hits. singing more than I like blunts. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I like your voice more than I would like <laughs> handing you the blunt. As Great. much as that would give me Blood pleasure to hand you the blunt, you can just move into a Janis Joplin phase. Oh lord! Yeah, <laughs> just go into no. there. Just lean into it. It's, it's like the opposite of Mare style. <laughs> it's totally the opposite. I mean, we like listening <laughs> yeah, to Janis, but uh, I can't imagine you. You're no, doing that. No. I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'd be like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be gentle. <sighs> Just weed then. Yeah. I did feel like a kid. Blunts. I did feel like a kid rolling these, like opening up a bunch of. I like you guys use filters and blunts. That's yeah. Of course. Adorers. I mean, we use filters in everything. I shot and can't hand me something without a filter in it. Yeah. There's rules. Well, I mean, you have to. <laughs> If you're going to have a life of drugs, you have to have some decorum. Yeah. You have to have certain, like, you know, you have to have dignity about some things. I guess oh. that's true. I will never hand someone a fucked up joint or without a filter or, like, a, a disgusting blunt I would. Blunt. I mean, you, ha- you can and you can say with no disrespect. Well, yeah, but a blunt, yeah. I, a, a blunt I would. Yeah. But not yeah. a joint. If you're handing me a joint with a... Uh, I feel like once you get tobacco in there... You can dirty it up. A yeah, little you know, it's like earthy. It's like yeah, ugh, it's whatever. getting dirty. Yeah, it's getting in the mud, but yeah. not classy weed. I brought some tobacco to blow up your nose. Oh god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, yes, on the dude. podcast, on yes. these guys were both like, "Oh god!" You I'm remember what happened? I've done the rape. You brought the last time I'm about it. I yeah. I'll do it to myself. Yeah, she does it. Like you like, do it to yourselves. You guys, she already like like pulling it like cocaine. Because it's supposed to be blown up, and I was like, how oh, that's... Yeah, you just fucking... No, there's yeah. a thing. Uh, uh, I, I was don't a know. cocaine cowgirl for long enough to know how to get shit up there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, people God. that know about it. Just like, get it up there. Just <laughs> get it up. Do what you gotta It'll do. It'll do its thing, you know. Yeah. But fuck, I Ooh. mean... God, the last time I did, I threw up a bunch. And it wasn't even, like, good Oh, throw you up. did. Yeah. You went all the way. He had a purge. You resisted. Oh, it was such a dark night. Yeah, also Halloween. involving Denise. <laughs> yeah, oh, geez. Was that Halloween? I remember no. we served no, you with Hoppe once, and you were like, "I, it's Halloween, and I have to go. The only thing I have to do oh, yeah, that is was do fine. a reading at this bar. And you left our place. You were green, man. I was like, you were like barely fucking able to <laughs> so get out So both there. times I've done it, it's been horrible. Okay. <laughs> it just, it's a little fine. intense. It's a little intense. I just well, remember you I, smoke cigarettes, though. I was like, Whoa. I couldn't get out of, yeah. I couldn't get the taste Mm. of it out of me and you i was like love it baby. Oh, yeah that's the, that's the creative challenge right oh, there i don't yeah. want you call yourself a musician <laughs> come you gotta on love that give shit. me any other that's, that's being a real musician oh, it is you on. gotta step up as lead singer in that moment yeah. i like, yeah, yeah. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I like you guys are encouraging i guess it's not quite dmt though no. Not the same. No. No. no 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 Ugh, i hate it Ugh. It yeah. just it made me it made the me the taste of DMT. No, no, DMT, oh, that was the No, no, no. It's just yeah. I don't. There's I've something two, about maybe now that I smoke tobacco. You I good? Would, I would like. You one grew up. W- one was good because the person who was administering was gentle, mm-hmm. and then the next night it was right before when you do ayahuasca, obviously yeah. right before, and um, the shaman did it the second night, and he blew hard. No, no, sorry, the first night she blew fast and it went up and it was like easy and then the second night the shaman was it was slow and it fucked me yeah. up because it yeah. was like That's whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's, I, yeah but i do yeah. it to fuck him up yeah, like, yeah. You gotta she gives d- me like a long slow and yeah like, the slow whoa. the slow one is you don't yeah. want it but you need it sometimes it's a different <laughs> kind of breath i call that a yeah. dragon's <laughs> breath uh, the deer's breath is the yeah, it's yeah. a hurt. That, so um, kind that's of easy. Thing. I'm like, I was like doing a bump. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah. But the slow, the slow nice. one. It was that I'm more into. Yeah, yeah. I remember it Just burns your brain. Yeah. Oh, no, dude. dude, you're taking too much. You're like, too much. Too I much. didn't administer it. Who do you <laughs> think? Wait, I'm like, <laughs> they fucking blow my brains <laughs> out with this stuff. Anytime Noah's calling for something, I'm like, it's a First deeper part. No, Sean gets like, not what happened. To fucking slay my homie. Not what happened. You, the first time I did it, said I have to do it. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you need to do this now. And I was I like, I did not. 100%. <laughs> okay, but you're, sure. you're the only person yep. I would say that to. I know Wolf that, but cast. you definitely did. Okay. And I was like, I all right, you. she's saying it. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to do it. People trust you. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, she was, in fairness, Googling ketamine and DMT before. I mean, that's a trustworthy person. That's someone who's uh, really yeah, like, I want to yeah. make sure this yeah. is okay. Yeah, was that like, before? I got your back. It was a good combination, apparently. Okay. 
<laughs> relative. Like the last words I read before you went in were like the best orgasmic experience of my life, and I was Opposite. like, "All right, well, I guess we'll see." Opposite. Opposite. Literally, it was kind of like the ayahuasca thing. I gotta say, it was the opposite. What I was right. consciously intending right. to do, I got the. Yeah, it's like George Costanza. So next time, well, yeah, I gotta figure out what I want, and then do the opposite, and then I'll get the good thing. Right? Is that that? Well, logic? you were telling a story, Sean, of somebody doing ayahuasca like twenty-two times, and then kind of talking shit about yeah. I've never purged, and then yeah. purging that night. Yeah. It's like, go it, ahead it was, and say it. He he uh, <laughs> he wasn't even talking shit. He was so confident, and like he's like. He's like, oh, the dieta, all that stuff. He's like, I don't do any of it. I smoked weed right before I came in here. And I was like, rad, man, because I do too, but whatever. <laughs> you know. But I do yeah. kind of take this seriously. He's like, I've, this is my 22nd time doing it. I've never purged. That night, this motherfucker took one cup. And I swear, yeah. it couldn't have even hit him yet <laughs> before yeah. he freaked the fuck out, needed to be taken out of the room. And oh, he's wow. a registered nurse. And he was like, he was telling me the next day, he's like, Sean, I had no pulse. <laughs> I, I was checking my pulse and I had no pulse. I was like, oh, you man. hijacked yourself, but you, you cursed yourself by saying you yeah. never purge. Yeah. Then you get in there and fuck, man. You yeah. got to go into this stuff humble and ready yeah. to die. Every ready time. To die. And wow. Ready to die. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. day. Ready, ready to let to that die. shit go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is true. That was a lot of what I went yeah. through. It's, uh, it almost feels like they command their own kind of respect, you know? Yeah. 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 I think it was going to naturally be harder for you, though, as a dad. And just, I mean, mm-hmm. there is stuff that tethers you to this world. There is stuff that maybe you're working through. And maybe this was a way of processing. And maybe it was okay that you got humbled. Oh, and... no, it's great I got humbled. Are you kidding me? It was fucking reckless. You don't get that experience <laughs> unless you're, like, you way it, yeah. out of, like, like. And I think... There wasn't anything consciously I was doing wrong where I needed that. I just think I was like something from what I now know about DMT. And I smoked Chango before and it was beautiful. It was incredible. It was like one of the most reaffirming and validating experiences of my life. Nothing compared to the crystal. However, I did Chango later that night. Same Same fucking thing. thing. That's what I'm saying. Chango is And then, Kay, a week or two later, you went there. Oh, the ghost round came back. Oh, my God. Yes. See, that's, that's when I, I I got a little concerned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because this is yeah, because yeah. you you're not enough familiar with my loose grip on reality. You'll well, get more I was familiar. gonna ask you, yeah, during this podcast, about like what it's like psychically melding with Noah. Yeah. And dude. and for me, it's been great because <laughs> no no no. <laughs> okay. I needed I needed it because I'm moody and yeah. kind of more on the cynical side of life yes. in the sense of you know I, I understand. I understand the suffering and and I've gone through rejection, all of that. And in a way, I embrace that. And he's more super positive. And it's been. And I, the thing is, is that I'm open to it. I'm not the moody asshole that's like, oh fuck off, you're annoying, you're too happy. But he's he's not like that. He's not running around the house always super rise and shine. Yeah, got your glory, glory. That version of whoever that was is dead you know like you have to kill that version of you no one yeah. wants that it's nobody not, wants that it's all the worst yeah. <laughs> i am very optimistic though and i mean if I, we feel like denise and i felt like a couple of times our i don't want to say negativity but we have <laughs> density ru- maybe have ruined his uh optimism or or something that mm. Perhaps the innate spark yeah. in yes. Yes. you yes. snuffed yes. it out. There's, there's, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you really miss Noah being like the br- light <laughs> yeah, of your yeah, life. Yeah. You're like, wow, we really just went too dark this time. You know, and that's you're like, you're like, yeah, how much can fears like want you to recruit motherfuckers? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, yes. get this guy in on yeah. it. He needs to start worrying about <laughs> it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. and I, I think get him in on it. <laughs> I think also though, part of what I saw, like, because I was, he saw me go through like a very dark period for me uh just with my relationship my life just felt like it was literally imploding i don't even think exploding is the right word it was just like it was imploding from the inside out and then i did the dmt um but even in my darkest hours like i was peeling myself off like and at least making music and that to me and that and like i was like fuck i was like that's like that's good that's good you have that yeah, I was like, yeah. this is like, this is probably what is keeping me tethered to this reality in like no small part. So at least I can recognize that. 
So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I think those, that's why I say like everything it's, it is, you could look at it as like rose tinted glasses, but when you go through those dark kind of like forgetting that this is kind of something to be curious and playful about, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of dwell in that place, um, that can be very valuable. It's not like a bad thing you're fucking up or doing wrong. I've found like the joy really is though in like overcoming. Like that's why we seem to be here. There's this innate level satisfaction of like overcoming something that was like weighing us down, whether that's like psychically, emotionally, a relationship, uh, anything. It could be anything. It There's something like very pure it feels about that. And that's probably why we put ourselves through it. I mean, why else? Yeah. Super curious people. I think th- I think that's what was going on, without a doubt. It was still fresh in your mind. It was weighing you down a little bit. Yeah. And my experience with drugs is, is it doesn't matter what you're taking, but as soon as you kind of reach that realm, it starts to come back, whether it's a thought that you really thought you had control of. And that's why I told him, let it go. Let go of that, that moment that you right. had on DMT. Mm-hmm. Don't obsess over it because right. now you're taking K and now you're going back into right. that, that negative mm-hmm. energy. And it's because it's in your mind and you're obsessing over what the, and you're trying, you're trying to figure out, you're never going to be able to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is he was trying to figure out why did I see that? Why was I experiencing that? And it's just not something that I I think in this lifetime (laughs) you can, yeah, you can, you can, that's the thing I said. It's, it's dangerous to get lost in the subconscious because you're like, why did I experience that? And you want to go back and now you're going back and you're trying to like, it becomes a little bit, yeah, and then then you're not enjoying the actual high. That's yeah. Important. I feel like mm-hmm. curiosity almost ends when you try and figure it out, and we have the yeah. opposite conception in humanity. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like unless we box label it and whatever the fuck, it's like, oh, you weren't curious enough about it to fucking <laughs> fracture it off and get the answer. Yeah, but you know I, also, what I mean, yeah. I also do think in duality, like I definitely encounter some ghost realm shit. Like, I mean, it is so objectively, like, mm-hmm. uh, is at least as real as this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. not like, I've so I, I entertain that to a point. Um, I think I've been lost in the subconscious before. I had a break from what most people call consensus reality, which is a certain vibration of where people want to meet themselves. You know, that was a very jarring experience that, didn't shake my internal beliefs and convictions about what the fuck is going on here, but showed me that there's like a level of respect you want to honor and have for the things that are going on here. Relationships, mm-hmm. people, things. Yeah, um, external, the influences that are outside of you. Because what have you been talking shit about most <laughs> yeah. coming up to that event in time, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God. And spirit, you know, yeah. It's not just you. There are other spirits working with you, not against you, with you. With you. Sometimes against you. But, you know, it's all consenting if you give it power. Mm-hmm. It's, you, I you guess, just, like, uh, how much into the realm of that do we play? This has always been my kind of, like, because I've opened myself up, like, very clearly and with intention to, like, all beings. You ever do that? Like, all beings? You're like, I'm going to let all beings into this, like, field of great. Well, it's why you, well, it's why you have psychic abilities, not consciously because you're saying that, because there's actually, like, an openness about the way that your mindscape is and the subconscious to let other things in, right? <sighs> you love I'm having sex with, like, all things all the time. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically, that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. When you do that, though, and you do all beings all the time, that's yeah, everything that's, that's fucking everything so like i've i've <laughs> developed this relationship with that type of energy where like i pretty much on like star trek i got my force fields not in like a yeah, kg yeah. way i'll let them down people come hang out come hang out on the enterprise it's the best <laughs> like the holodeck is there but like I, for the most part like i i very much and where, because I've seen also other people, like I remember talking, to, you can see people who are lost and it's a lot of people on the sure, street, a lot sure. of people lost in drugs, a lot of people lost in just depression. You can see them kind of there and you recognize like it is, it requires your participation. They're giving it's their your aware- away. 100%, exactly. 100%. Oh, exactly. Dude, I mean, we've been experiencing it lately, but people, we're surrounded by so many breakups right now. Yeah. And, and what comes yeah. with that is people trying to pull you in on their story of what's going on yeah. so you feel like them or something. I don't know what it is, but it's so fucking weird that we're so surrounded with that energy, right? Remember the other night? Fucking we're hanging out. 
and uh, a friend of ours who you know just went through a breakup and his girlfriend his ex comes over mm-hmm. to drop off his stuff mind you we didn't really even have that much of a relationship with this with this girl but yeah, yeah. here she was and like within two seconds she's in tears and like my like you saw my heart couldn't fucking handle it what was going on sean's not used to it to be honest i feel like i'm more primed for that situation as a tattooer because i'm yeah. with people at their brink all the time like the amount of people mm. i've seen cr- like I, everybody cries in front of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's why they're coming to you they're like yeah. i'm forgetting about this relationship or whatever yeah but we're both really psychically sensitive in that way and it's like you weren't used to that and you just got totally sucked into it i thought I you were vulnerable. maybe gonna cry for a second i was a mess like i, I just like gotten out of the shower I what was, did like, she do it was just it was just like one of like pretty stereotypical and not to be dismissive about it but like because it's all relatable everybody has been there it's like first breakup devastation virginity just ground shaking breaking ego splintering i'll never love again you know i don't want to love love again i don't don't want to love again the utter desperation and just stunningly beautiful girl that you're like you're gonna so many people are gonna love you so much better like you have no idea right now but like stunningly beautiful oh my god (laughs) the amount of love you're about to receive in your life you tell me off air and i obviously want to know oh yeah yeah Yeah. we'll talk about Um, that uh fuck breakups yeah they're intense it's we're always breaking up is the truth, right? Yes. I mean, and like it is oh, getting back this. together <laughs> every day. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Man, we get it. Always yeah. breaking up, always coming together. I think Me that is the definition. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cass, Cass, Cass and Mare like breaking up every day. Yeah, we do. It's I great. I, it's part of our, it's part of our play. It's our, we do breakup play. It's a breakup play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, are we ever gonna hang out again? Play. Well, the problem is when you. When I do that. It fucking sucks. I hate it. You're yeah, it sounds like yeah. Denise has a little yeah. breakup play in her yeah. Yeah. playbook too. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. At least you don't have a third person being like, "Wait, you're not supposed to break up without my consent." Yeah, or on acid. <laughs> Oh man, the yeah, yeah, I, I kind of am that third person right now. What? I am that third person. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like, you guys can't break up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is pretty good for me right now. Yeah. We have a lot of people depending on us. Yeah, man. Well, that's where I feel like Denise must really love you by bringing you to her like best friend and her lover no, together. That's true. Yeah, I, oh my god, that's really true. Right. Especially as a female, because we're so. But no, she has yeah, even yeah. spoken about the the truth is is that like her function seems to be crushing egos. And <laughs> what yes. comes with that for yeah. someone like where our fights come from, like that also requires to crush egos yeah. a pretty big ego. So like mm-hmm. there's this fucking thing, but she also has this ability to be I think maybe it's the avoidant thing like you can pull out and detach and yep. get perspective where someone like I can't I like fucking I'm spiraling in whatever direction you, you ping me you into me too, man. and I'm just like what I just thought we were in a huge fight I'm not even sure if we were totally weren't but we might have been but she's like no we're good and I'm like oh jeez I even asked him I was like hey, do you think that was like a big fight <laughs> they were literally fighting about supply and demand <laughs> it was true and it was a very nerdy there's the thing about Denise that I've learned in the 15 years that I've known her is that I've, I used to get like that too because she's it's infuriating she is so smart and the way she argues you want to be like no 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 I know I'm right here I know I'm right and I'm I have to get you to acknowledge that and to admit that you're wrong and she'll never do never. it which oh, is frustrating yeah. never like for <laughs> the story that Noah and I go back to geese there was really high up in like September flying like a flock and we're like oh they're flying south for the winter and I don't know how but I was like oh they're geese you could hear them you could hear it <laughs> and she was like what did she say they a were plane. She said, no she said they were a plane she said they were like a different type of bird I'm like no they're geese oh. you could actually hear it she would not admit and it was frustrating but I've learned I'm okay with my ego now to be like Oh, cool. No, you're right. You're good. You're good. That's you're right. where you have you're to right. get to yeah, people yeah, yeah. like that, where you're like, I don't even actually necessarily want to shake your tightrope. I'm yeah. there. And those are nice. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I don't want to fucking know. 99% of the time I'm there, but there's oh something about this Bitcoin thing. Yeah, it the Bitcoin thing is triggering for both of you. For both yeah. of us. And I don't understand why. And I'll be like, why is this even a fight? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Buy Bitcoin. 
Yo, uh, well, <laughs> it, uh, promote, yo, Bill, Mayor, Noah, promote your shit, you know. Oh, he's got a oh, new wow. podcast. That yeah. Fucking, no yeah. fucking yeah. Buffalo Bill, where you at? Yes, what you doing? Tell us what. Yeah, it's called Unwell. And it is a podcast with um, myself and my friend Austin. And yeah, we just launched uh, this month. We got the second episode went up today, actually. Nice. Uh, we interview a drug dealer. Sick. And basically oh, the whole... Sweet. Austin is an incredible mind. He's 24 years old. He's, he's uh, a young gay boy from jersey and he's incredibly talented he's written for buzzfeed and vice and he's he's hilarious and uh and there's a really good chemistry that we have as a 43 year old straight yes and then uh you know a 23 year old gay man (laughs) and it's it's good good. we have a good uh we have a good time and we're we're basically the podcast is just uh our view on on the scene and our whatever pop culture stuff but also interviewing people like this drug dealer and then next in an episode or two we have some sex workers that we're going to be interviewing and just giving a voice to people like that who you know maybe don't get a chance to do interviews so much but i think are fascinating and stuff like that so awesome it's a good similar vibe similar vein yeah yeah that's really cool yeah and mare of course has her new podcast god sex Nice. Yep. Oh, you haven't checked it out yet, Noah? Where? Oh, Doing me dirty. Doing me dirty. You gotta is... check that shit out. But yeah, it's just mania. The only people I interview are the different parts of my personality. So we have an infinite amount of time to go that's through awesome. all that. That's awesome. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. As we discover them. Yeah. Where are you posting this stuff? Oh, Where? it's out. I don't Every see Every platform. It. You What's it called? She doesn't like to promote it. <laughs> you gotta promote it. I was yeah. telling him today, it's like counterintuitive. Um, to like re-promote things after they've been released, but it's important because not everyone's gonna see your shit at the same time. But in yeah, our they're minds, timeless. I like make music on them. So I saw I saw you changed the name of them so they're more timeless. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. All right. What's the name of it? God sex. Yeah, God sex. Nice. How did no one have that fucking name? How did no one have that fucking name? <laughs> it's good for merch. Reserved for me. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Maybe so. the name of my band too. I thought about that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's endless possibilities very, with that. Yeah. And they're digestible. Great. Like she's keeping them under fifteen. Oh, they're minutes, seven so. minutes. Yeah. That's oh. fucking seven yeah. minutes. People appreciate that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And they're they're a weekly forecast like for what you can expect. Sticking your finger in an electrical socket. Yeah. Sometimes I get a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I, she gets a shout out. Sometimes yeah. I earn a shout out. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to this shit. This is great. It's fucking awesome, man. You want to start your week with it for sure. Nice. It's, uh, it's Thank a good you one. Thank you, guys. And then, of course, Noah has synchronicity, which is fucking all time. It seems to be Still uh, killing. why people, a lot of people find us to begin My with. My number one and only spiritual advisor, Noah Lamb. For sure. Priest of the church. Yes. No, for real. Yeah, I fucking throw you on and I'm yeah, like, man. this is what's up. I need my pastor, Noah. Because you can take, uh, the even though I don't like to necessarily inhabit the way you see the world sometimes. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> she gets fussy about it. I get she fussy. I have my fussy. own way of doing yeah. it. But I do like, because it is like a raising in consciousness. It's a, a bringing it down to the universal truths and the basic things I understand to be true. And so with that, you're reminded of your divine nature and your connected nature. And I think it's a great service. And I really appreciate it's, you. Yeah, thank you. And yeah. it's the same thing you guys do too. That's why, I, and same thing, like all you can do is share your perspective on the world. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be consistent. Like that's the beauty it's of not. it. It's not. That's the best like, thing about yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. there's a, there's the vibe though is consistent. You guys said yeah. when you got on YouTube, like you felt that. Like there's, oh, yeah. people were like the vibe. They're like, yeah. that's a thing. Because that's, that's all a it real, is. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the vibe yeah. is high and tight in these days. High and tight. And, uh, yeah, we're psyched to have Mare as part of this. Yeah. You know, Good additions. Roping yeah. into <laughs> make forcing people to do podcasts. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Nice. I, love I love it. it. We're going to have a fun time today. Yeah, Thanks man. for listening. Uh, Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. Yeah. Pre-party. This is, yeah, this is the pre-party. Right, don't you feel better that we got this? <laughs> I do feel better. Okay, cool. I got to do you guys. pee-party. Yeah, let's go do a pee-party. Yeah. Cool. Right. We make it there. Peace we make love. it that wild. Peace and Peace. love. <laughs>